Stephen Jones. Um, this is going to be minute uh, 114 as we go from 1 hour and 53 minutes to 1 hour 53 minutes and 59 seconds. How are you doing today? Oh, not doing too bad. How about you? Good, good. Uh, we were just mentioning we last last uh, yesterday's episode is a little bit longer than we expected, but I had some great conversation about Lionel and uh, I've I think that there's more great conversation times to have right now because we uh, are this minute starts with Helen continuing to drink coffee with Miles and not seeing the real threat in Miles until it was too late. And uh, oh, she was clever enough not to fear Miles. Well, she didn't see the real threat, the obvious threat, until it was too late. I, th- I think that's that's an interesting perspective for a movie murderer is that she assumes that he is so dumb and not very competent on his own that he wouldn't, you know, be a threat to her without lawyers surrounding her until he actually does murder her. I Either... It's just a mug, although I, you know, tend tend to think that the choices for everything in the movie are very deliberate. Or uh, yeah, I might be reading just so much in the image on her mug, but it's the the Janus thing. I think it's like a, a Greek god with a face on the front, and a face on the back. Yeah. Oh, I I was trying to pinpoint what that was. Duke alone knew you were there that night. But he didn't know Andy was dead. No, no, he didn't know that until this evening. Right here, when he got a Google alert on his phone, which has now fallen strangely silent, and which he showed to you. And there's a lot of different ways to read that, because, you know, she's, you know, a twin, so there's the, the two of her. Or, yes. Or uh, Miles is being, is, is two-faced, but it's, you know, facing away from her so she can't see it. Um, also, I, th- I think that's also the image that, uh, Janice films uses and they do a lot of art house, like movie distribution. They work with like criterion collection. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe this, maybe it's an actual Janice films mug and somebody just on set was a big fan of that. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it does look, look pretty much exactly like the, that image from, from Janice films. So, um, I'm that, that so she, uh, she's interested in art house movies, but also but also it's very intentional too. Um, so that's interesting. That's a very it's it's very prominently displayed in the moment that we see her die, which it yeah is, is why it feels even if it's just oh we really like this this 
movie distribution thing. We're gonna, we're gonna put their logo there, and it, and she seems like she would like fancy art house movies, but it seems deliberate in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it it, it probably does, and I think that there is um. Because you don't own a phone. Duke, no. <laughs> Did he really think he can stop all of them from finding out about Andy's death? They all have phones. Where's my phone? Peggy. Phone. Still no. He didn't need to hide the death. I feel like it could very easily be both, where it's both, hey, let's have a kind of subtle shout out to um, an art house uh, film distributor and also, um, you know, have the kind of two-faced type thing for that. So, yeah, I didn't even put that together, but well done for for noticing that. And because it looks and looks exact um, looking into it, it does look like it it is um, a Janice Films mug. Yeah. So very, very, very interesting. And I think has some very that it is pretty prescient to have that there when um, she isn't necessarily expecting that he is going to be anything other than the kind of idiot that she knows him to be, but that he is able and willing to be that kind of, um, of a person. Yeah. Cause honest, honestly, her, her murder is, you know, we talked in a previous episode about how his strength is you know, being very charismatic and being able to think of at least something on the spur of the moment and improvise. Her her murder is is pretty genuinely well pre planned because it. You know, if if her if her twin weren't like, oh, she definitely didn't kill herself. I'm gonna get the best detective of all time to to figure it out. It would probably have just been ruled a suicide, just and that would be it. Right. Well, especially, I mean, we established that he definitely has a motive for wanting her dead, but she, considering she just lost this court case, I'm, I am pretty positive that a lot of people would look at that and go, "Yeah, it kind of tracks that she would, you know, she she would kill herself after that. Like it wouldn't be." terribly surprised like the most surprising time to make that choice or to do that um but yeah it's 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 not the worst plan without having somebody you know kind of poking into it um you know do you know it or i guess we don't know what he used to drug her um so that he would um Kind of fake her suicide, but I, I wonder if that would be that would be shown from an autopsy. So if that would be if if they decided to do an autopsy, I or like a blood report, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 sure that they would probably do a a, a tox whatever just yeah for protocol. And I don't want I don't want to give anybody ideas. Um, if you're listening out there, I don't endorse uh, doing this. Yeah, yeah. We definitely don't endure, endorse you murdering your business rivals um, this way, for sure. But 
if I were doing what he is doing here, I would I would guess probably something that would do the job, but would be believable in a in a suicide tax screening report, like a yeah. like crush of sleeping pills or something. Right. Yeah. If, if, if a bunch of sleeping pills, and then she went to, and then um, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Where it it would be like you, you where there might be some level of plausible believability rather than if he had put something more sinister there like she's if, if she were going to kill herself she wouldn't put like a bunch of rice in it, her tea or something but it was right. the, the the car engine running in the garage that, that was the actual cause of death right yes so yeah she was like oh i'm gonna take all the, all this benadryl and then you know not wake up that that's a thing that I'm sure people have done, unfortunately, but it would also be yeah. a, a, an effective way to to do what he's doing and not raise questions. Right, and then also, if if he had purchased some something like Benadryl or purchased some sort of um, sleep aid or something, it's not like that's good to come back on him, and he can be like, "What are you talking about? Of course, I, uh, you know." I, of course I bought that. That's not, like, a sketchy thing to purchase. Or hell, it's like, a- Ambien or something that people take to sleep through flights. They're both people who have flown a lot for business, I'm sure. They both probably have. Right. Right. And he and he's like, oh, of course, I am. I flew back. Or, you know, he. but he also has his, uh, unless, you know, you kind of dig into it like Blanc did, he's... Uh, presenting himself like he's been in Greece that entire time. So it, you have, like, if you dig a little bit, you find out that's not always the case. Um, hence when, when he realizes that Duke knows. But, uh, you know, if Duke didn't know or if or, or, or did, didn't see him, it, it would be, a, it, he'd have, like, a pretty plausible presumable alibi unless you kind of dug into any sort of plane records or any sort of flight anything really yeah like i don't i don't i don't know how they do like private jet flight records because he's he's not flying on a public plane but no 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 no. yeah i i i don't know how they check those because i got no reason to know that but i'm I'm sure there would be (laughs) like if 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 there were specific suspicion on him but without the 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 twin sister like being being just so sure that it's foul play and him being one of the people like close to her and you know with motive and all that i i don't know that just a death that looks exactly like a suicide from somebody who would have cause to to do it theoretically i don't know that there's anything that necessarily would have right yeah, I think that. No, I th- I think that makes sense. Where it, there there are, you know, it, there are p- bits and pieces where once you pull out the thread, it you you do start to see, oh, he's he, this is he has motive, he has opportunity, he has all of that, but without somebody willing to look at it with more cle- with like kind of more clarity, it it does make sense that he that a lot of people might just. Um, look past it or just say, well, she was in a 
bad situation and she just publicly lost in a pretty embarrassing trial it's uh, yeah it's 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 hard to it's it's uh yeah i think that makes sense yeah like maybe uh once the once word got out of her of her suicide the other disruptors might have wonders but might not be for like years down the line when somebody mentions offhand oh no he was he was in america because he was in new york from her birthday look at my necklace like and would they have cause to say anything to anybody because it you know they they lied for him before yeah so it's 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 interesting because it's you know not the smartest of of plans certainly but also i mean it is there is a level of it's just it's just smart enough that without kind of poking and prodding you you might he might have gotten away with it but having somebody to poke and prod at it you kind of realize how kind of flimsy it can be um yeah and so you uh the minute keeps going forward where you uh learn more about those uh the google alerts that uh duke was getting and the phone going suspiciously silent uh and finding out more about how uh braun found out uh through the phone and then took duke's phone so that nobody found out that andy had actually died so it's i think that works well too because it's it's just again like a little thing that you don't necessarily notice or think about but then realize that he had taken it yeah and I, I, I like it just you know being in his back pocket like he didn't even think to like ditch it somewhere because between then and now there were plenty of opportunities for him to right to just throw it in the ocean yeah destroy it i like put it somewhere but he's kept it just in his back pocket this whole time like it, it it's kind of it's kind of yeah I I feel like this whole reveal is showing like you have one step where you think oh this is kind of this is a little bit smarter and then one step where you realize mm, no you he, he's just not smart enough to think to get rid of the phone or that evidence that's in his back pocket when he very noticeably uh, very uh, um clearly doesn't have a, a phone of his own and when they come back from uh <coughs> excuse me when they come back from the flashback and uh i really like the i'm actually gonna do another screen cap of it so i can get the specific one i'm talking about but i, I like just the look that he's giving to uh to braun uh daniel craig i mean yeah yeah that's a where you you get the sense that um, Blanc is really truly seeing Braun and truly seeing who he is. Uh, I the one one of the things that I really like um, shots is when my, uh, when you have both uh, Blanc and Braun in the foreground as um, you know the accusing and then you have Helen walking into the front forefront where she's like, where she asks about, you know, if you, you know, how were you able to hide the death uh, of Andy considering they all have their own phones too. 
I, I think I think there's a lot of very little good um, blocking and kind of framing moments here where like there's one earlier where um, Blanc is showing Bronk that he, you know, took the phone out of his pocket and then you have whiskey right in the middle just showing um, her shock at that. There's just so many good visual moments like visual storytelling moments that work so well in in this consistent through all of it through all the minutes we've had so far is edward norton's smug hunchable face <laughs> it's true he's so man I, I like edward norton but he's very good at playing this guy that you really just want to punch that <laughs> you're like and there are a lot of actors that just are known for having really punchable faces. I think Edward Norton is kind of underrated in that regard because he can go punchable yeah. so easily. Yeah. And and there's so many moments in, in these minutes where he's like kind of trying to play it cool. Like, like Blanc hasn't totally caught him and he's just like, has his arms crossed and he looks so kind of like, kind of weirdly smug, even though, you know, he's caught. It's 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 very good performance from Edward Norton and also extremely punchable. Yeah, like there's like around uh like thirty starting at like thirty two seconds in when he, when uh Blanc is kinda of circling around about to re- reveal the phone, there's like a little bit of his mask slipping when like his like his eyebrows just kind of flutter up a little bit and it's a really good he can't not be smug, but he knows that his whole thing's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. He he does such a good job in the, in this movie of of he's he can't he has to have that smugness. He has to pro- project that level of confidence that he has, and project that level of uh, I acting like he's the smartest guy in the room when he's clearly not. But then also, he's all of his plan and planning, um, as it were, is is kind of falling apart in front of him. And like, uh, so we've been talking about his his like facial acting. I know, I, I know, I was wondering if Lionel had any lines. Our our block of minutes started with him saying, "So who's trying to kill me?" Is that the last time he talks for this whole five minutes? It might be. I think so. It's it. This mo- the, these five minutes are really focused on Blanc breaking the whole thing down, and he's really not giving anything to respond. He's not responding at all. I think the only time we really see him talk is a little bit in the kind of flashbacks, but. Uh, I think we, we get a little bit of the, when, when he, yeah, when he's handing it to Duke and he's like, oh, look at Birdie. You hear that, but it it is mostly him just uh, being silent, which is it, which is an interesting, it's, it's interesting. He's not trying to necessarily, um, he, yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. Kind of wonder if, if he's he's not talking partially because, you know, the whole uh, you know if I don't say anything I can't incriminate my can incriminate myself. But also if he's 
trying to do his improv thing and think of literally anything he can say or do. Yeah, I think it's partially it's partially him, um, you know, n- not incriminating himself, but also just like a level of that maybe false uh, confidence where he he believes that he can't he fully has believed in him that he can't um th- th- that he can't be taken down and that he's completely um he he fully believes he's uh invincible even even if uh Blanc is discovering all of this um which will we can talk a little bit more about next uh, tomorrow next minute but that he believes that these the disruptors who have all lied for him have aren't going to necessarily keep lying for him yeah um yeah so i i think there's some really interesting stuff in here uh is there anything else that you can think of that you'd want to uh bring up about this minute um i i like I want to double check that it is in this minute. I, I like uh, the assistant not, uh, you know, still be like, no, you still can't have your phone. Uh, Peg, I like Peg's. Yeah, like, still no, still no. Like even as as they are all like, oh, trying to dis- um, see the no- news alerts for Andy being dead. It's like, no, this is still you're you're still not allowed. That is a pretty funny uh, thing to to do. But uh, yeah, um, um, yeah. Anything else I've got is kind of subheadings of stuff we've already talked about, like uh, Edward Norton's facial acting, him, his face when he's swiping the phone. In the flashback is interesting. I can't quite get a read on what the expression is, but it's a, it's a really interesting sort of. Is he feigning sadness? Is he feigning shock? It seems it's it's an interesting expression from him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, so that's that's all I got this done. Yep. So I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, do you have any particular plugs or anything you'd like to promote? Uh, well, if you like uh, TikToks of somebody rolling a D20 every day, uh, you can check out Daily D20 on TikTok. Uh, if you like weird experimental music from somebody who doesn't really have a lot of musical training, uh, at Land on Bandcamp. Uh, I'm going to be starting posting more stuff on that. And uh, that's all. That's all I got. Sounds good. Um, you can find this podcast at Glass Onion Min, all word, all one word on Twitter. You can also find uh, us on Instagram at Benoit Blanc Minute. And also, if you have it, uh, threads were at Benoit Blanc Minute. Please listen, rate, review, subscribe, everything at your podcatcher of choice. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.